Welcome to Mixed Media, uh, where we do we talk about all things media. Uh, we have we do stuff about music, video games, and uh, movies. Uh, sometimes we respond to hot takes. We do interviews, uh, reviews, and all that good stuff. Uh, today we have some interesting topics. Um, uh, our format is going to be different than usual. Uh, we did talk, I think, last time about uh, having a format where we had one interview, one uh, Reddit response segment, and then a hot take of our own. But uh, this time it's not going to be like that. Hopefully we can do that next time or you know, sometime later we can make that a regular thing. But uh, yeah, currently that's not how it's going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, with that, I guess we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Nathan. I'm a game designer and 3D modeler. Uh, who are you guys? <laughs> I'm Irving. I'm a filmmaker and media entrepreneur and a company called Ariella. There's a link to the side of the screen, right side of the screen, where you can uh, find my website. And I'm Ben Costello. I'm a flute player, flutist, flautist, and a media composer. Nice. Uh, yeah, at the link to the right, uh, as we we're talking about before, uh, you can find a link to everywhere where you can find us. So not just on whatever you're watching us or listening to us now. Uh, maybe if you're on, like, say, YouTube and you want a, an audio-only uh, version, then I think we have a link to Spotify and you know other audio-only. Are we on Spotify? We are, right? Yep, we're on Spotify. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Spotify and other audio-only platforms. Or maybe you want to see our faces in our dank quality, and then you can do that if you go to YouTube or Twitch um, or Rumble. Wait, Rumble? Do we? Yeah. No? Uh, yeah, we have yeah. a video on Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. It's actually um, our most popular platform as of now. So. Oh, hello, Rumble people. Uh, yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was audio only or not. So, yeah. Um, you can also find our Discord as well, which would uh, be really nice if you guys could join us there so we can, you know, talk after the show and stuff, or before the show about whatever. You know, be interested to hear your thoughts on what we have to say. Uh, you know, comment sections work and all, but it's not as, uh, not as conversational as like Discord, you know. Uh, Nathan, I have to ask, is that like a, I guess it would be on your left, is, it, is that a, like a balloon string or something? Oh, yeah, you see, wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. I was wondering yeah. if that thing floating around <laughs> was. It was my birthday a couple of days ago, so yeah, I have a birthday balloon here. Wow. Well, I don't think it shows day. on the... I'm just wondering what that was. It's caught my eye. I'm like, am I imagining that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Aliens. Uh, yeah. My week has been pretty... Pretty busy. Uh, game jam I was talking about last time, and this weekend. So I, you know, I've been working on that, and that's semi-related to my topic. It's part of what inspired my topic for this time. So um, yeah, I guess let's just get into it. So uh, uh, yeah, Ben, you're up first. Yeah. So this past Sunday, like like I just said, I went to um, the uh, Black Panther in concert uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. So it ran this past. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and um, it's kind of a significant event, although I wasn't at the very first performance. Um, it's the first time that a Marvel film has gotten this live orchestra playing with along with the film treatment, which has become pre-pandemic, of course. Uh, it been becoming a really big part of the uh, general orchestral concert were off world, you know, th these concerts are getting off offered a lot more. They were very popular. And, um, you know, again, pre-pandemic, there's a lot of talk about how one performance of, like, Harry Potter, you know, covers 
you get as much revenue from that as you would for five concerts bronze. Wow. Um, maybe not necessarily five, but you know, that's sort of the, the, the talk that had been going on. Um, but until this past weekend, Marvel had not jumped on that, uh, on that ship. Uh, so I got to go see that. It was very, very uh, interesting experience. So yeah, thought I'd talk a little bit about that. For one, it was kind of nice because it's the first live concert I've been at since I want to say December 2019. So oh, yeah, yeah. And so if you don't know, the Hollywood Bowl uh, it's kind of a institution in in uh, Los Angeles. It's a big outdoor bowl with an orchestra you know at the bottom kind of like tanglewood but it's kind of more you don't sit on the lawn you, you know you actually have like terraced seating um so my first time there as well uh so yeah but it was, it was a really enjoyable enjoyable experience um i'm not really going to talk about the music itself because talking about the music of black panthers it's whole other you know show segment that we're not really going to get you know not going to get into that so much i haven't actually been to too many of these uh live you know orchestra playing along with film i've been to only one other concert like that and it didn't it was west side story and i don't think that really counts because the music to west side story is just such a standard for orchestras anyway it's not quite i mean you literally yes it's the same thing but it's not quite the same experience also, it's generally not as much like underscore as it is prelude, prelude, um, interlude in the middle, and then like end credits, and then you mostly books are just playing along with the the songs, which again is not quite quite the same effect. I would, wouldn't say. So this is the first one, uh, concert live uh, to picture that I've been to, other than that, um, and yeah, they're they're really interesting experiences and i think you're gonna see the trend was for that these things to be growing in popularity before the pandemic i think when things eventually open up a little bit more uh you're gonna see that trend continue and probably even at a faster rate than it had been going before yeah so so what like my general impression of, of seeing this is that um you know the, the main things that you get if you're paying attention to the music uh is that, well, first of all, the music is much higher, uh, more present, higher in the mix, because it's not in the mix, literally, um, except for certain few elements, like electronic elements and stuff. But it's not higher, it's not literally higher in the mix, because it's not in the mix, but it's more present than it is when you watch the film, uh, by virtue of it just being performed with, you know, all of the elements there, and also just by design. You know, you, it's what's what's what you're going to get when you have a full orchestra right there, um, and presumably that's also why you want to be there. So the music is a little bit more noticeable if you go in there wanting to notice the music. You can hear a lot more details of the music that way. Uh, so that's that's a good thing, especially if you're you know really a fan of the music that you're listening to, so, especially soloistic moments. Like solos, in the players, you know, musicians are doing, um, and also just in general, like more emotional moments. Um, they have a lot more resonance and more presence, I think, when you have the orchestra there. And part of that is just that, you know, anytime an orchestra plays 
to a live audience. There's one thing, you know, if you're going to be a recording artist and you're going to go and play this and you're probably not even playing with a full orchestra most of the time these days, just like, well, the winds are going to play together, woodwinds are going to play together and do all their stuff. They're isolated from the strings and from the choir. Um, so there's that when you bring them all together to do it. There's also just the element of, you know, yes, when you're recording it, there's the pressure of like a record button being on. That's a little bit different than like the, you know, the, the feeling of playing to a full Hollywood bowl. And it just brings out a little bit more energy, I think, in, in the musicians. So these, you know, especially I think in particular with solo moments, like solo players doing something, but just in general, like really emotional moments are a little bit more heightened. Um, more present and be a little bit rawer and also I, I don't know because there's also a chance to prepare these things beforehand players can give it a little bit more nuance maybe than when they're just recording it and sight reading it um so i think if you go to one of these kinds of concerts you'll, you'll notice that the other thing that that really struck me is the kind of and i'll talk a little bit more about this in a second but the tension between like what the experience is supposed to be and I think in some ways, the choice of Black Panther as the first uh, Marvel film to get this live in concert uh, production is both good and, and, and bad. And it kind of highlights why, you know, the, the choice of the film can be, uh, create some of this, this tension. So I think a lot of people are there because they, you know, want, they like the film, but they also want to be there for the musical aspect of it. Like in you know, all the stuff I was talking about, getting to hear music a little bit more clearly, some of that more emotional resonance to it. But a lot of people, I think, were, were also are also there, and I got some listening to people talk around me too, um, because they like the film Black Panther, which is great. Like if you, if it's what you you know want to do, you want to go see a film that you like, and just a bonus if there happens to be a live orchestra performing it, that's great too. Um, but I think that kind of creates a different experience. Like I, I heard lots of people who are sitting around me just saying like, oh, I keep forgetting that there's actually an orchestra playing this. I just thought I was just watching the movie. I heard that many times while I was there. So that's some of the, you know, the, the tension that you get with this. Um, I, another factor too is that, and maybe this is more of a thing for something like Black Panther, which is such a kind of important cultural thing uh, and a more recent cultural thing, and has resonance with uh, uh, what's the actor's name? I think can't, my mind's making the lead actor uh, who just died, um, Bozeman, uh, right? Yeah, Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, um, you know, so I think that also plays into it. But lots of you know, maybe you wouldn't give us like if you're you know in an indoor setting. But there are just so many people like certain moments of the film get cheering and clapping kind of mm. kind of strange um i also would say that if you don't know the film if you, this is not a way to like experience the film for the first time mm. because you're because i i to be fair I, I that's a bracket that i was in because i've never seen the film before um so my mind was actually a little bit more, paying more attention to the film itself than to the the music than I would have liked, um, so I don't. I, I recommend you know the film first. Uh, generally, my mm. recommendation. 
Um, but yeah, I think part of it's just because it's such a like cultural touch, you know, I don't know. It, it's more cultural resonance than like a lot of other films. Like I don't think people are going to get up and cheer when they're watching Harry Potter. There are lots of people just getting up and cheering. And, and if you, if you also, if you don't know the film itself, it's a little strange. You're like, Oh, I, I didn't know there was some big moment that was, you know, about to come, come up some, like in some, feminist line but a lot of people want to cheer for or something like that like <laughs> i didn't know that uh, so it's a little odd but anyway uh yeah so that's like my general impression of the uh, experience itself um but it's more on the like the, the tension and the importance of this so clearly disney recognizes the importance of what they did by putting this on um i believe so before i went to um the composer Gorenson got up and talked before the concert and then kevin feige got up and talked it's kind of cool i don't think he was at the other two concerts from what i read so i got to see kevin feige get up and so kevin feige is basically the head of marvel yeah that's pretty crazy Um, yeah so you know that disney recognizes the importance of doing this if they're going to send kevin feige away from whatever his regularly scheduled activities are to go to this performance and give a, a speech hyping everyone up. Um, so yeah, I think Disney, I think it's a good thing. Disney recognizes, it shows that Disney recognizes that this is a way that if they just keep doing this, I mean, they've done it for Star Wars because I think that Star Wars, that those concerts probably started before Disney acquired Star Wars. And Star um, Wars is also like a relatively obvious choice for this as well. Like, yeah, yeah. The music is, it is like, if you had to pick one, you know, film franchise for its music, you're going to pick Star Wars. Right. Um, and, and John Williams, the name alone is just going to sell money, sell tickets. Um, yeah. So I don't think that was Disney's decision. Also, I, they, they need to do not just the original trilogy, though, but that's a whole other question. But yeah, I, I think it's a recognition, though, that on Disney's part, that you, know, you sell the Hollywood Bowl three nights in a row, um, and you know, you're going to send Kevin Feige out there to talk about how momentous this, this moment is to you know, have a Marvel film being done live to, with an orchestra. Um, hopefully, that's just a recognition on Disney's part that they just keep doing these. The effort to like produce one of these scores is not that, not relatively that much. And you, by putting these on, you're going to be printing money, yeah. essentially. So you know, we, I, I hope that the, that they recognize that. I think that they did, would. would I, mean, I think they do just because they sent Feige out there. And yeah, so I hope they continue doing that. Maybe that's also a recognition that there are a lot of other things that they can do with film music, like releasing scores that's just going to be right. printing money uh my my usual rant on that but yeah so i don't know i think it also just highlights the the increasing public recognition of film music as an art i think in the past film music is sort of mostly you know before we were born honestly but you know to the state to some extent film music is kind of looked on as like an inferior art form it just you know, you're being hired to basically copy other people, um, which is really not what it is. But people have that attitude. Um, yeah. I think that the that this shows the attitude shifting a little bit, where you can you know see 
film music as an art form it's worthy of like standing alongside the film and like get being highlighted within the film and and i think also hopefully again disney and other and, other, and hopefully the other big studios are watching that this too and saying you know while the public is recognizing that so again more incentive to to do stuff like this uh and and you know sell the fact that we have all this art well you know um, if, you, if you go back to mixed media episode number something I think it's whatever it's called, uh, how movie theaters can, uh, save or how AMC can save a movie theaters or something like that. This was a big subject that we talked about was, uh, this particular thing, like live music being a, a easy venture, honestly. And to me, very obvious. Um, I'm only sad that I'm not the one reaping the benefits solely, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully this is the beginning of something. Yeah. I mean, gosh, if you can, and obviously you're talking a little bit more about like doing a new score that way, but so hopefully, you know, that's like, that's a further step. Um, when a score, you know, when a new movie comes out, you know, get, give it that sort of treatment immediately. Um, which I think is just again, an extension of this. So hopefully we'll, we'll go there, whether we, we do or not. I don't, I can't read the future. Would probably Um, push the prominence of, uh, uh, film composers, you know, even further, you know, uh, in terms of how important they are, hopefully. Yeah. You also, I feel like the more you do, the more there's an emphasis on orchestral instruments too, because you can do it with like things that have a lot of electronic elements. Like this concert had a lot of electronic elements that were just, you know, they kept from the original mix. Um, But you don't want, you really want to do that with like a primarily electronic score. Not really. That's not quite the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I still think though that um, you know there, there's some tension with these kinds of productions between like why why people are there. Um, like again, Black Panther I think was going to draw people in more than probably any maybe like Endgame or something like that. Those are probably the two big choices that they had. Um, and but again, the music by, of by Endgame doing, is not is not anything interesting versus Black Panther, which has some interest to it. You know, the music of what? Or did you say it was not interesting? Endgame, if I remember yeah. at least. Uh, well, the fact is, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Black Panther definitely has some memorable stuff in it. Um, right. A lot of it performed by the original people too. Like he brought um, brought some of the original people playing different kinds of. Uh, drums and stuff from um from senegal where they were recorded for the score so it's kind of cool mm. seeing them they all got really big ovations that's really um cool. yeah that was very cool i think some people are going to you know see it the film is this kind of presentation as um you know highlighting the art of the music in it and some people are just going to be there because it's a cool way to watch a film and maybe that's not tension it's just it's an interesting kind of phenomenon um and so maybe maybe for you know organize organizers to be aware of i mean because honestly it's such it's such a cool way to watch especially a film that you know that like i'd rather you know go sit outside on a summer night and watch an orchestra play along with a, a film than go watch the same film in a you know lonely theater uh 100%. It's, it's something i've already seen you know like 
it's, it's a cool way to experience a film and it, you know it's a different way to do it and again you can just extend that to new films too i think that would be really cool um mm. it's definitely i don't know it's an interesting way to interesting fun way to to experience it especially if you're i think a music fan film music mm -hmm. fan so yeah definitely really cool experience i recommend the hollywood bowl if you can get, get there i'm haven't decided they're they're doing one more concert uh this weekend of uh harry potter and the um whatever the sixth one is half-blooded prince which mm. not my favorite music I don't really care about Harry Potter, but it just might. I'm, I'm thinking about it's cheap enough. Hollywood Bowl tickets are not expensive at the like back back end of stuff. You know how how much is um, it? Out of curiosity, like twenty eight dollars. Oh yeah, Come, yeah. I mean, yeah. Really? That's, yeah, that's, that's really. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive on Friday and Saturday than Sunday, but I paid twenty eight bucks for like you know it was a seat fairly far back but it's such a great view that like didn't matter i didn't need to pay an extra 50 bucks to sit 20 feet closer right that's, so, that's pretty reasonable <laughs> yeah so i they also great hollywood bowl is great transportation like three dollar fifty cent direct bus mm. to there from like all over the city so i don't know if you live in la i thought it was a really really cool thing to do so I don't know. I haven't decided whether I'm going to try and get a ticket for for this Sunday to go see Harry Potter or not, just for the experience again. So clearly important from the perspective of Disney. This is a something that they they need to continue doing it. Yeah, that's out of curiosity, random question, but how was the? Um, well, it's not a mix, right? The music loudness versus the the uh mixes loudness like how did they manage that did they try to make it roughly the same as it would have been or i think yeah. it's a little bit louder in than than it is in the mix and i think what they end up turning down probably because i not i haven't seen the film and it's like you know regular form um i think what they probably turned down is like non-speech sound a mm. little bit interesting interesting yeah, I was always I always wondered if people were gonna do that, how that would work out. That's that was my yeah. inclination too, is I would let the music be louder than it would be normally. Yeah, it um, definitely it definitely is higher than than it, it higher than it would be in, in any regular mix. It's also nice that they had uh subtitles to cap captions, you know. So in oh, case, okay, interesting. I mean you could hear the speech really clearly anyway, but just in case you couldn't for some reason, you know, it was it's on the screen, so Gotcha. So all I all I have to say about that. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope there's uh, some more stuff like that. I, I I think it's the right direction, and maybe it can save cinema. It's sad that Disney's the first to do it. I wish me pretty much any other studio would be the first to do it. <laughs> um, but I mean, hopefully that's a signal to other people that they should be looking at more creative ways to um, show films. You know, not just the same old. Uh, stuff with the theaters that the theaters don't don't really innovate on um, more experiential which is where everything is going cool <laughs>